Okay. Wow. Okay, we're we're doing this. Hi. Uh welcome. <laughs> welcome uh to Shitty How Are You? Oh, this is so exciting. Wow, I can't believe I'm doing this. Okay. Well, hey there. Uh my name is Bethany. God, how should we start this? Oh, okay. We can talk about me, I guess, for a minute. <laughs> um, I can tell you a little bit about who I am. I'm an actor and I guess a slightly ridiculous individual who wanted to start a podcast about mental health. So that's what this is. I struggled with anxiety and depression for over 20 years, and I would say I have a pretty good grasp on what it's like to feel, well, shitty a lot. (laughs) And as I've gotten older, I guess I have just really had a hard time feeling like I'm making progress and feeling, well, feeling less shitty. So I thought, "Mm, I mean, what's an exciting and also maybe scary way to make some changes? A podcast. Yes, a podcast is a great idea. You know, put yourself out there, talk about really intimate things in your life and like see how that feels. (laughs) So that's what I decided to do. So, yeah, here we are. I wanted to start this podcast Well, for a lot of reasons, really. But I think the three main reasons are this. Number one, I want to have a candid conversation about living with mental health, like what it's actually like to live with something most of your life, something that's difficult and maybe people don't necessarily understand and is still really stigmatized. And I'm not talking about the highlight reel, but like the boring stuff, you know, like how hard it is to sometimes shower or brush your teeth or comb your hair, having intrusive looping thoughts, kind of day-to-day things that are just really hard to process, the small moments that are ignored. And those are sometimes the hardest moments to live through. So second would be to really help destigmatize mental health. I mean, obviously we have come a long way, but it's 2020. Oh my God, saying that is ridiculous. We really haven't come as far as we really should have at this point. You know, and I think by kind of destigmatizing and continuing that journey is really, well, talking openly, talking candidly. It's about education. So being a learner and also helping to educate others, being conscious of language and showing compassion, I think is really, really important. And uh, third, well, I mean, selfishly, I'm hoping that this will help with my own mental health journey. I mean, I love podcasts, like love them. Self-help or otherwise, it doesn't matter. I listen to them all day, every day. And I find them actually really helpful for my anxiety and depression. And I personally find mental health awareness online pretty lacking You know, social media, self-help books, inspirational quotes, like on a magnet that you stick on your fridge, they feel really empty to me. 
But, you know, if those are things that work for you, that's fantastic, truly. Like, use the tools that work for you because everyone's journey is different. But for me, I find, you know, Instagrammable quotes and typewriter font on some pastel background to feel really hollow and sometimes performative. And all of that feels a little disrespectful, if I'm honest. I know that's not the intention behind them, but that's always kind of how it's felt to me. I have been in and out of what feels like trenches for over 20 years. And as I've grown, I find that the best remedy to help me through the day is simply just by talking with people, starting a dialogue, hearing people's stories face to face. And I'm prepared to get back into the thick of it and talk about the scary stuff because depression and anxiety, they are not pretty. They're just, they're, they're not. We don't have to dress up mental illness just so we can digest it more easily or to help people around us feel more comfortable when we like, you know, have a panic attack on the subway. I guess my point is it's okay to be negative and to process your pain, even if that takes a long time, even if that takes years. And it's okay if other people don't get it. It doesn't make you wrong. It's okay to be not okay. So a few weeks ago when I was planning and prepping this podcast, I just started recording, kind of trying to see, you know, where my thoughts led me. And what I captured was really my history, my story. I guess it's my depression slash anxiety thesis statement, (laughs) which is really what I wanted to share for the first episode. So here it is. I was diagnosed with severe clinical depression, usually referred to now as major depression or major depressive disorder, MDD, in 1998, when I was 15. I was a freshman in high school. Just the year before, while I was in middle school, I did well. I loved middle school. Probably the only one of five people who did. (laughs) I had an active friend group. I was a hit in the school play a cheerleader for a heartbeat, and generally pretty happy. But something started to change slowly. It was pretty undetectable at first, and then before I knew it, I was completely alone, without any friends, struggling to climb out of bed in the morning, spending hours sobbing on my bedroom floor, having awful panic attacks that I had to sleep sitting up. I missed weeks of school. I spent all day sleeping, I didn't understand what was happening, and I truly believed that I would feel like this for the rest of my life. I couldn't see anything in front of me. I had no hope, and that's such a weird feeling to have as a kid. I didn't see a future. I was eventually diagnosed and started attending weekly therapy. I was put on medication, antidepressants. I remember the pills being so big I couldn't swallow them. I had to crush them up and eat them in applesauce. I wish I could remember feeling better, but it would be a very long time before I did. By the end of the year, I was admitted to a psychiatric outpatient clinic for a week. It was truly one of the worst and loneliest moments of my life. It was very scary. That was really the turning point, honestly. And while I did improve over the next two years, I also had some 
major bumps on the road to, quote, recovery. When my parents got divorced after almost 30 years of marriage, I had an emotionally abusive and manipulative boyfriend, my first, who I fell ridiculously in love with and who took joy in hurting me. He confessed this to me later. And I fought intensely with my dad, who I discovered years later to be diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder, which explained his disregard and lack of empathy and love for me and what I was going through. That's a whole other episode. On top of it all, I was a teenage girl, (laughs) battling it all, trying to hold on to any kind of sense of self I could. It seemed impossible most of the time. Those years were the most formative of my life, and I am still struggling with so many of the same damn questions I had then, which is just baffling. Like, will I ever find meaning? Will that meaning ever fill this void I've always had? Will I ever be good enough for what I want? Can I ever forgive and stop blaming myself for all of the time I've wasted not living and taking risks? I spent most of my life believing that I'm sick and that I need to be fixed because that's what I was told. I was a good Christian kid who didn't ask questions. And because of that, I believed I would never have the life I want until I was, well, put back together. Not only was this reinforced by an emotionally abusive and later absent father, but also by other family members, friends, even teachers. Honestly, even though my brain knows better, I still kind of believe that's true, that I need to be fixed. I don't want to, but it often feels like the most real thing in my life, and that's (sighs) disappointing. It's the core belief I've had the longest. You know that corner inside you where you believe all the most terrible and awful things about yourself and believe that you will never get better? (laughs) That's honestly sometimes where I feel the most comfortable. I've spent so much time there. I mean, on a day-to-day basis, I have to pull myself out and attempt to look normal and smile and tell everyone I'm fine. I have dark moments every day, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of feeling shitty. I am tired of blaming myself for how I got here. And I am tired of not being honest about it and tired of being in a constant spiral of shame. Because as long as I'm here, I can't grow or change. And that's my responsibility. So maybe the next time someone asks me offhandedly, how I'm doing, I might just choose to take a risk and live in that uncomfortable space where honesty lives and say, I feel shitty. How are you? So I have a lot of ideas in the works for upcoming episodes, and I'm pretty excited about them and pretty terrified to share them at the same time. So stay tuned. Until next time. Benny, do you want to talk about your inner darkness and debilitating fears? You just want a snack? You can have a snack. Mm -hmm.